The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's talk more about protests and riots and the history of them and how they've contributed to change over the centuries. Uh, we've brought in an expert on mass protest movements to talk about what he feels this current situation where it could lead to like to welcome dr ron stagg to the show he's a professor ryerson university in the department of history dr stagg thank you for joining us this afternoon my pleasure i want to start with this when you're when you're looking at what's unfolding uh in the u.s around the world uh, in, in a general sense what is going through your mind before we break it down a little bit uh, it looks like a classic case of Uh, A protest that is spiraling, that is getting stronger and is likely to have some effect, either positive or negative. We don't know yet. We know that rioting, that protest has been used for forward progress for centuries, often as a last resort. I want to go back to, I think, 1992, and I think for my listening audience, that might be one of the the big riots that we remember, the first ones maybe that we actually saw, really paid attention to, and that was the L.A. riots after Rodney King. What do you think has changed since then? What has changed in, in this one? Is the, is the energy different, um, the boldness of it? What do you think? There are a couple of things here that, that really make a difference. Number one is the uh, amount of white support for the protest. Uh, Protests among African Americans have been going on since at least the early 20th century. Uh, In the um, 60s, the whole uh, civil rights movement got white people behind it and forced the government to act. John F. Kennedy didn't really want to do very much because he didn't want to alienate southern white voters, but he had to. And Rodney King and the Watts riots and all of that, that was one of those things that was, it was a black protest. And after a while, people said that was terrible, but it's in the past. But in this case, you have two things. You have a lot of white people getting involved and you have international protest. And during the the, uh, Vietnam War, international protests put a lot of pressure on the United States. The United States government doesn't want to be seen as uh, a rogue, uh, the bad guy. It wants to look good. So these are things that are really pushing for change right now. So we're we're seeing protests now that are multi-ethnic, that are multicultural, uh, multi-generational. As you mentioned, there's a lot of white folks involved with these protests. Uh, what role do you think that that could have in in possibly moving things forward, if at all? What impact does that have on these riots, on these protests? It doesn't matter what the the, the protest is. For instance, Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you have a mass of people and A, it continues for a while, and B, it, it grows. That's when governments get worried. And this is a situation here. I don't think that Donald Trump's going to get too worried. And I suspect that the um, Republican establishment, a lot of them are going to say uh, this is all about violence against the state as a president saying but a lot of politicians look at this and they say there are votes there 
No, well, it is an election year. We're months away from an election. So exactly. will some of those folks have to, some of those politicians, um, you know, maybe break rank a little bit and and, uh, and, and, and take a stand for their constituents? You're certainly going to see that in the, in the, the Democratic Party. Republicans, yes. I suspect some people will break ranks. But the key thing here is that when it comes to policing, that's really a local matter. So it's got to mm-hmm. be local politicians. The, the federal government in the United States can only do so much. So it's really going to be have to be in the cities, in the states, where people get behind change. Dr. Steg, I was reading an article today that said that black rebellion and protest um, historically has never been coupled with an allegiance to American democracy. Um, it goes on to say that... Um, the language used to refer to protesters that includes looters, thugs, and even claims that they are un-American. The philosophy of force and violence to obtain freedom has long been employed by white people and explicitly denied to black Americans. Would you agree with that? I'm not sure I totally follow it, but um, if I under, from what I understand, uh, yes, I would. Um, the early black protests were among um, middle-class African-Americans, and they thought that they were following through on American democracy, and they got crushed or they got ignored. Uh, whereas if you think about, it's um, a good example, uh, well, Donald Trump saying that there are some nice people among the racists who are protesting various things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, it's only worked one way, by and large, with a few exceptions. I say the civil rights movement, uh, where the government got behind it because there were votes there, and then there were obviously a lot of angry white people as well. But generally speaking, uh, yes, it's worked for white society, but not for black society. Dr. Steg, there's been lots of uh, focus on the fact that um, these protests in, in some cases, in a lot of cases, have turned violent, that we're seeing the, the looting, the, the rock throwing, that sort of thing. And, and that is, is really causing a lot of problems for, for people in trying to, from what I can tell, uh, have some sympathy for those who are protesting. Can you expand at all on how that plays into into this and I don't I, I, I'm not even sure it's just it it seems like the messaging gets lost when there's when 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 there's violence but then there's people saying you know what this man was killed for twenty dollars and if it was my son I'd be getting really upset and probably a little violent as well what do you say well there are there are leaders including the brother of the man who was killed yep. uh, saying don't get violent because the message is getting lost. Yes. The people who get violent are people who are just so frustrated. Uh, anarchists, anarchists love to take advantage of any kind of protest to, to uh, destroy property. And I suspect African Americans who are saying, white people have picked on me all this time, I gotta go and get myself a new coat or a pair of uh, Adidas or a television or whatever. So it's it's a minority, just as in the police force, the people who want to, who don't think twice about shooting a black man, are are really a minority. Before I let you go, Dr. Stagg, what's your sense of where these protests go from here? 
that's something that's really hard to tell, but <laughs> if they keep up, and I suspect that they're going to, given that the president has basically dismissed them, if they keep up, this will influence elections, very much so. How far things will change, I really can't say. We'll have to wait and see. Dr. Stegg, but we're certainly on the, on the way. <laughs> I look forward to speaking with you again in a few months or maybe this time next year when we can look back and, and maybe see uh, a little bit more on, uh, on the impact. I thank you for your insight into this. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me on the program. Yeah, take care. Dr. Ron Stagg, who is a history professor at Ryerson University, who uh, has specific expertise in mass protest movements. And I urge you, um, Google the history of protests uh, in North America. There's some fascinating reading out there right now on that.